This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Hall, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk. Our first Monday in 2021. Jeff Jordan is with me. Made one across one more line, Jeff. Barely. <laughs> I'm barely with you. Good for you. Happy New Year. Same to you. And uh, with all that, it's uh, hopefully we got sports in a position in some point in time in 2021. We can get back to quasi-normal. You think? I think I think so, I I, I do. I, well, all three seasons now, except for football. Football will end in um, February, I guess. Right? Is that talking about the NFL? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's supposed, um, supposed to be. But the, hopefully, vaccines and all that kind of stuff will take place and during during the hockey year and during the NF the NBA and during college basketball year and during baseball of course which normally starts up first week in April or last week in March correct so there may be some changes during the year you won't be able to for instance baseball you perhaps pandemic rules will still be in effect maybe uh, but then maybe a month or so after that, they will no longer be in effect. I don't know. We can't predict, but hopefully that'll be true. One thing, Jeff, we've done this year, not just us, but as you listen to radio sports talk shows across the, the, the dial, much of the conversation is not dealing with sports. It's dealing with COVID. And, right. And, how COVID res- and I come in here on several weeks and say, I just don't even want to discuss it anymore, but you can't you can't get around it, I don't think. Look, look at Middle Tennessee. We want to talk Middle Tennessee basketball, for example. The men's team is two and four. We have no idea since we haven't seen them play and since they've only played six games. We have really no idea yet what kind of ball club they've got and probably don't know much about the teams in the conference. So uh, it's hard to do it and, and not get into that conversation. That's that's exactly correct. Now, the, the, the women have done better. They've, they've had more Well, they played. Success. and uh, Right. And they, they won three or four in a row and just won two games in a row. And uh, uh, are are doing. They're not having the COVID problems yet. Now they it could happen tomorrow. We don't know. One other note, non COVID related, not getting into sports in particular. I, I know you'll share with me our best wishes to the Bramble family uh, after uh, the passing five and a half years. Baylor Brand, Bramble had his uh, situation where he became paralyzed and for five and a half years has been cared for and passed away on uh, the second and it's been a long hard I, I, I talked to Greg Wyant today and told him that I really appreciated his comments that I saw in the Tennessean and I relayed that so professionally and so profoundly Greg was the football coach at Seagull High School and that happened and my wife asked me again she said exactly what happened and I said I'm, I'm not sure Jeff that they even still know there was nothing that I my understanding was way back when they were really talking about it much there was no shot during the game that they could identify. There was no bell rung, so to speak, that uh, that made that happen. But obviously, it, it appeared to be clearly football related. Yes, it happened during the game at Warren County, right? I think so. Uh, and um, I don't know. I, it's been a while since I've talked to Greg about it. Um, uh, he, uh, they, as far as it being tied to a specific event. 
people coming out, taking care of him on the field, all that kind of stuff. That didn't happen. Correct. Uh, he, he, he came to the bench. Uh, he, he complained pretty readily about uh, that he was uh, his head was hurting. And um, uh, you think concussion when you hear that, of course, immediately. Um, at any rate, they took all the proper care for him, as far as I know, uh, that, that they could do at that time. And uh, but it progressively got worse, of course, until uh, until he was uh, almost almost 100 percent paralyzed for a yeah. while. Uh, he did make some comebacks and some improvements along the way, but um, he he was he was well he he was going to have problems all his life. I think I sure, think we, sure. We, we knew that. I think, uh, but it was um, um, I went out to the hospital to see him. Uh, and I and and they wouldn't let me see him. I, I, I hadn't even thought about that, that they wouldn't do that. I did talk briefly with his mother, uh, uh, but um, they it was just a uh, just a, a, a terrible, terrible thing. And and I, you know, I don't know what else you can say about it. It's to my knowledge, it has not happened before or since, and I hope it doesn't. Well, you can't watch a college football game or certainly a professional football game, Jeff, without seeing some solid hits that you think, how in the world did anybody get up from that? And, uh, and yet, m- most times they do. What, what uh, the concussion protocol now is more about, Jeff, is not necessarily about today or tomorrow. It's trying to keep people safe 20, 30 years down the road because they found out that constant concussions, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, getting your bell rung, getting back in the game, getting your bell rung, back in the game create some lifelong problems but rarely do you see it profoundly impact someone immediately the way it did for the bramble family and boy they uh i do not know them like i said i've I've met his i met his mother and and that's it that's the extent of my uh involvement with that family but what i've read uh and if if you recall there were uh uh, some fundraisers and things because he's desperately needed those of course um uh, it looked like to me that the family faced this uh, uh, with with tremendous courage, um, which uh, 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 I, I know his father is a pastor, I believe. Yes, sir. Um, I, I, I think he has two other children, maybe. Uh, there was a family picture in. Yeah, well, there were two children. Well, I, saw, I think there's two more. I think that's uh, right. Anyway, the, this, of course, alters the life of the family. Um well, for five and a half years anyway. So, uh, I mean, I, I, my heart goes out to them. Well, I think it's safe to say, Jeff, you and I never have faced any kind of a situation like that in our lives. And, and certainly hope that that doesn't come upon you, me, my children, anybody else, to, to the Bramble family and the, the Siegel High School family. We offer our best wishes. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll get into some football talk. First question I want to ask Jeff is he's surprised that uh, Ohio State's huge win over Clemson. I'm sure he's not surprised that Alabama beat Notre Dame the way they did. We'll certainly get into Middle Tennessee basketball right after this on All Sports Talk. Here's Dr. Craig McCabe at McCabe Vision Center. We have treatments for the skin of your face. So not only do we want you to see young, we want you to look younger too. Dr. Craig McCabe, the eye doctor you hear on the radio get rid of a lot of that sun damage, even wrinkles, we can now treat in our office with the latest technology. McCabe Vision Center on Heritage Park Drive, just off Memorial behind SunTrust Bank. As cold and flu season approaches, one of the best things that you can do to give somebody who is sick is a quart of Demas's chicken and rice soup. This is Peter Demas with Demas Family of Restaurants. This soup is my grandmother's recipe, and we have used this soup in order to help our family whenever we are sick. Just gives us a good comfort feeling. One of the things that you can also do is you can now ship that soup anywhere across the United States, and you can order that soup online at demasfamilykitchen.com. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. 
Hello, friends. Thanks for listening in. This is Lenny Farmer here for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Wow, cremation seems to be the talk of the day, and you probably have a question or two about whether that should be your final choice, because so many questions surround this method of finality to life. Let me set your mind at ease by answering your plaguing questions. You can reach me at 615-893-2422 to set up a time for a no-pressure question and answer period to help determine what is best for you. Jennings and Ayers. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. Tonight on WGNS, it's Rick Ensel Live at 6 o'clock, the first installment of the year. That's at 6 tonight on WGNS Radio and also Nick McDevitt Live at 7 o'clock tonight. Now streaming at WGNSRadio.com and on our apps, we'll have Siegel at Blackman. State Farm Prep Basketball, the first game of the season coming up tonight. Again, on WGNSRadio.com and streaming on our app, we'll replay that game for you tomorrow night as well here on the radio. Coming up on Friday, we've got Middle Tennessee basketball as the Lady Raiders travel to FIU. Pre-game begins at 5.30. They play at 3.30 on Saturday afternoon on the radio. And on WGNSRadio.com Saturday afternoon, Riverdale at Siegel. Coaches shows begin this Saturday as well. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Jeff Jordan with me today brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Calvin for all your financial needs. Jeff mentioned that Lee's going to have a struggle to get him through this year because the stock market was down a little bit today, Jeff. Is that right? Stock market was down a little bit. I, it looked like maybe I lost about 20 cents <laughs> today, and that's 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 rough. At the hey, you do that over and over and over. <laughs> That's a dollar and a half a week almost. <laughs> Jeff, I, I want to pass along one more condolence to, to a family that you and I are both part of. BRAA uh, former secretary uh, Linda Watson passed away as well this past week. And if, for those of us that have been around the BRAA much, you just you may not know the face, you may not know the name to associate them two together, but my guess is most of us have rubbed shoulders with her and uh, quite a fine lady. Outstanding person, truly, in a. Um, her favorite color is blue, without question. Yes. Well, we want to pass that on, and I, my guess is that we'll hear Chip say the same thing in the report this afternoon. Jeff, I said before we took the break, Alabama beating Notre Dame soundly was not a huge surprise to me or you. I, I, you going to nod yes or no, or you want to nod on the radio? Yeah, he says yes. <laughs> but I, if I'd said I'd give you Clemson in 20 – You'd, you'd probably taken that bet, wouldn't you? If I were a gambler, I would have bet the house <laughs> against that. That's right. My, my feeling, as I said last week, and I'm, like, I'm not going to back down from it, even though I was clearly wrong, uh, at least partly wrong, my, my feeling last week was that neither Notre Dame nor Ohio State deserved to be in the Final Four. Um, Notre Dame, um, very weak schedule playing in the ACC. They've been babied and babied and babied. Uh, Ohio State. Now, my reason for Ohio State really wasn't necessarily football-wise, but was that they had to they had to play a conference championship game just to get six games in. Sure. And and I, I didn't think they'd earn their way, and I still don't think they did. Now, now we know the results of the two games, and uh, clearly um, Alabama could have really, and I don't know why he didn't, but uh, he, he's a better man than most. Alabama could have really embarrassed Notre sure, Dame if they wanted so to, and they did not. They just beat them. Uh, and uh, um, the Ohio State, I was I was very surprised at Ohio State. I knew they were good, but I thought Clemson was was better than Ohio State. Well, most people did. Clemson was yeah. clearly a favorite by a touchdown, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, that's right. Which in, in the, the boys in Vegas are rarely wrong that bad. Yeah, they missed that one badly. They had Alabama a 19-point favorite, and that proved to be uh, about right. Uh, but to, to have Clemson trailing by three or four touchdowns for a lot of the game um, was just uh, – I don't understand the, the the Clemson coach. He had some disparaging remarks to make about Ohio State before the game, and he was gonna. He, he said he took his own poll and he rated them 11th in the country and all this kind of stuff. And well, okay, I guess you got to eat those words today. But anyway, the teams that I wanted to win won. 
Is that I, right? Yeah. I, I wanted Alabama to play Ohio State because I think we can – I just want to pound them. That's <laughs> Was well, more Ohio State better than we thought they were, or yes. Clemson is not as good as we thought they were? I, I thought Both. the former. I thought I thought Ohio State quarterback in particular was really really good. He made some passes, and Jeff, I'll be to be fair, there are two or three of those touchdown passes that went long distance that were a gnat's hair away from getting knocked away. On a different night, you knock all three away, and you may have a different story altogether. But those all snuck through, and to the credit of the receivers. They were able to concentrate and make the catch. There were a couple of those that Jeff. There's no way that they were going to catch the ball, and they did. Yeah, and it, and it is absolutely, and it's true on Sunday too. Not just not just college football, but professional football. These receivers, uh, it's just unbelievable yes. the catches that these guys can it make. Is. It is, and uh, um, if the, it seemed like if the court and the quarterbacks are of course really good. And if you just get it in the area, it seems like the guy gets it. I mean, you know, but okay. Probably the difference between the teams playing for the national championship and the teams that don't, especially yeah. on down the line, wouldn't you think? Yes, I would think so. I, I would. Uh, I have not seen a line. Uh, I guess, is it too early? I guess it's too early for a line. No, no, no. It's never too early for a line. Never too early I, for my a guess, line. My guess is the line was out before they ever finished the game. Well, what do you got? You got anything? I looked. No no idea? I would say Alabama would be favored, but I wouldn't think it would be too much, would you? Touchdown or less? Uh, touchdown anyway, I'd say. Uh, if somebody knows, or we can look it up at the break and find out. Just, But if somebody knows, they might want to give us a call or let us know. Text it in. We'll know. But uh, I'm going to say some, somewhere between 7 and 10 points would be my, my, my guess. Who would you take? If it, if it were 10, who would you take? If it were 10? If it were 10. Would that tempt you to take Ohio State? To cover? Tempt me, yes. Probably wouldn't do it. Because I'm not going to gamble anyway. You already know that. <laughs> but um, I, 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 I don't know. We can go either way with that, I guess. You know what's interesting about Alabama this time around in the last couple of years? It's now more about their offense than it is about their defense. Once, right. five, six years ago, you couldn't beat Alabama because you couldn't carve into that defense at all. The offense was good, but it didn't have to be great. Jeff, right now they can score just about any time they want to. And we need to remember something, too. I don't know if this is going to work out, uh, but the, that, that, that Waddle, is that his name? Yeah. Waddle. He's supposed to come back, isn't he, for this final game for Alabama? Oh, the, the, the receiver that was hurt. Yeah. I hadn't heard that yet. Yeah, and the return guy, and he can fly. And what they need is one more yeah, weapon. Exactly. One, one more guy that can fly. Uh, I'm not sure he's coming back, but I, I, I was told that he might. And, and that gives Alabama another, another boost as if they need another one. You know, I was thinking that today when, when you and I were young men and we were actually at one time wow. young men. Yeah, I know. We are going back. I know. Like. I was really trying to labor to remember those days. But, but seriously, it was Big Ten and, and, and the Western, the Pacific. Right, UCLA and, yes. and USC, and those people played in the Rose Bowl. This is yes. pre pre uh, pre uh, playoff days, yes. and those were generally regarded. I think I hope I'm not uh, overstepping here, but the, the, they were generally regarded as the top conferences in the country, and that's why they went to the Rose Bowl. And and I don't believe anybody would argue that today at, at all. I'm not sure what the second conference in the in the country is. The first is SEC. I don't know what's the second one, but well, that, uh, yeah, well, all that's clearly up to, for debate, for sure. We're we're not going to solve that, but the way I see it right now, it's got to be the Big Ten. Wouldn't you think so? Yeah, probably. I mean, certainly not the Pacific. No, twelve or fourteen or two or whatever they are right now. Not the ACC. Not the ACC and the Southwest. Not Southwest Conference. The uh... Oklahoma and. Texas, uh, Oklahoma has well, good conference, but yeah, not well. SEC and at Al, would that be fair to say? Okay, no debate at one, maybe some debate at two and three. Okay. By the way, the line is someone let us know Alabama by seven. Seven. Over yeah. and under. What's the point total? Give oh, me that gosh shot. Almighty. How many points are they going to score? Oh, what's over and under? So according to Vegas. You know the answer yeah, to this, okay? The, the, the all right, I do gave not. Us that information as well. Okay, the over under. All right, all right I'm, I'm concentrating. I'm focusing. I'm, I'm, I'm in my yoga. Johnny position. Carson. Yes, <laughs> Karnak, the magnificent. Sixty-two. Oh, you're way too far under. Oh, really? Seventy-five and a half. 
Well, okay. that means a thirty-eight to thirty-seven game, and that what that would be? Yeah, but I don't think sixty-two is too bad a guess. Well, it, you could well take the take your money and bet the under then, Jeff. <laughs> I will not be doing That's that. That's the way that works. That's the way that works. If you if you're confident in sixty-two, you're hey, you got plenty to work with there. Can I make a comment on gram- on the gambling? <laughs> You're going to whether I say yes or no. No, I'm not going to do <laughs> no, it. No, go right ahead. Sure. You see these commercials on TV. I'm really talking to our audience here. Okay. You see these commercials on TV about uh, about um, entering into the, this to this gambling thing and and legal all, by the way, yeah, legal, very in legal. Yes, absolutely legal. <laughs> when you see those commercials. You might want to tape it, first of all, and play it over and over in your mind as to what that guy's actually telling you that you can do and how you can do it. And think about this before you start firing up your phone and all that kind of stuff. That's dangerous business. Okay, I'm through. <laughs> a lot of dangerous stuff out there, Jeff. <laughs> okay. You do that. <laughs> By the way, let's take a break after this. Are you aware that that was – the, the Rose Bowl this year was played in Dallas, Texas. Yes. Are you or were you aware that that's not the first time it was played someplace besides the I, Rose Bowl? Yes, I was, but the, just just because I'm well read. <laughs> Tell us how well your edge you are. Then what year was it? You remember? I don't the, remember the, the year. It was played at Duke, wasn't it? Played at Duke in and 1941, Duke. right Duke. after the Pearl Harbor bo- Pearl Harbor bombing, and of course the Rose Bowl being on the West Coast, there was some concern with that. So Duke and Oregon State played in the game. Oregon being on the West Coast as well. They played the game at Duke in 1940. Well, actually, for 1942, New Year's Day. Did, did Oregon State not win? I, I didn't follow it closely. That <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember who won. Oh, but that's correct. The, the, that, the that Rose Bowl, not it. And I tried. I tried on New Year's morning to watch the Rose Bowl parade. That oh, was. Oh my uh, gosh! And it took me five minutes to recognize that's not a that's not a parade. No. I give I give them credit for trying to make something happen. And I'm sure. For some, it was entertaining, but Jeff, I missed the orange, the Orange Bowl, and the Rose Bowl parade this year. I really did. One of them was was a Macy's parade or whatever, and I had somebody ask me about it. Said they saw it. What a great parade it was! I said, "How long was it?" And they and they didn't know. It's oh, miles and miles. I said, "No, it was two blocks long." <laughs> <laughs> they just kept parading around, <laughs> literally parading around. Kind of like the episode of Andy Griffith, you and Andy Griffith, the guy that the, the other band marches around the, the circle three or four times and changes clothes and all that. All think, right, it's, it's break time. <laughs> it's break time. We're way out of our realm right here. Chip Walters will bring us back to earth after this on All Sports Talk. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. But it's not like falling off Mount Everest or something. <laughs> Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. <laughs> the guy's still falling. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Good afternoon. Still heavy, but it's moving 24 over from Davidson County into Rutherford. Just a normal build up there at times on uh, Middle Tennessee Boulevard up by the college. So far, so good as far as interstate accidents as you travel 24 towards Manchester. Hey, check out the Andre Chicken Sandwich now available at Prince's Hot Chicken, 5814 Nolensville Pike. I'm Commander Chuck with your on time travel. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes. For Premier Six Theater, they're now open. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Parks Auction. We handle everything. The auction is a means of drawing people together for a quick, easy sale. I've always been a big fan of auctions. You know, you get instant sale, no contingencies and everything. I've known the guys over there my entire life. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Hi, I'm there. Enjoy having a high now. Call Parks Auction at 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue 
Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance, 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Okay, Chip, we're having too much fun here in the studio, so we're going to let you break it back to Earth one more time. Chip Walters with the Blue Raider Insider Report. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and tonight marks the return of Middle Tennessee basketball coaches shows featuring women's head coach Rick Ensel and men's head coach Nick McDevitt. Rick Ensel Live and Nick McDevitt Live will air tonight before taking off next Monday night for the college football national championship game. Then it resumes with shows on seven consecutive Mondays beginning on January 18th. Rick Ensel Live is presented by the Ascend Federal Credit Union and hosted by the old pro Dick Palmer. It will run from six until seven and can be heard right here on WGNS. Nick McDevitt Live presented by Middle Tennessee Electric will run the next hour seven to eight o'clock tonight also airing right here on WGNS as well as our entire Blue Raider network uh, network of stations. Also both shows can be heard on the MT Game Day app as well as the TuneIn app. The uh, both live streaming of both shows will be available as well on video on Facebook live under the Blue Raider Athletics profile and on Twitter at MT Athletics. Blue Raider fans are encouraged to submit questions and comments for both shows. You can do it right now at radio at GoBlueRaiders.com. All right, women's basketball played over the weekend. The men did not due to COVID issues. We'll talk about that on the show uh, this evening. The uh, women, thrilling, come from behind victory on Saturday, punctuated the Blue Raiders Conference USA opening weekend. A day after beating Florida Atlantic by 19 in the Murphy Center, Middle Tennessee had a fight on their hands with the Owls on Saturday, using an 18-6 run over the game's last five minutes to take an eight, uh, six 66-64 win over FAU. Senior Deja Cage hit a layup with nine-tenths of a second remaining to avoid overtime and give Middle Tennessee the victory. Junior Anastasia Hayes snaked through the lane and found Cage on a backdoor cut for a wide-open score. And speaking of Anastasia Hayes, for her efforts, she has been named the Conference USA Player of the Week for the third time this season after helping Middle with a sweep on opening weekend of conference play. Hayes has also been named College Sports Madness High Major National Player of the Week for the second time after two more dynamic performances for the Conference USA preseason co-player of the year. Hayes averaged 28 points, four and a half rebounds, four assists, and two steals in the two wins and reached the 1,000-point milestone for her career in the first quarter of Friday's win against the Owls. So congratulations there. All right, in football, veteran Offensive coordinator Tony Franklin is stepping away from the Blue Raider football program and is also says he is retiring from coaching. That uh, was confirmed by the football scoop. Coach Franklin penned a retirement letter on Facebook from his decades-long coaching career saying football is not a contact sport, it is a violent game. And if played the way it must be played to maximize success, you must mentally and physically condition a group of young boys or men to have little or no regards for health or the health of their opponents. You must swarm to the football and destroy everything on your pathway to reach it. It is a a long uh, letter that uh, chronicles a good bit of his career, kind of a so long and a farewell 
to college football for Tony Franklin. That means that Middle Tennessee has a coordinator's position to be filled, and I'm sure the uh, we'll be checking and seeing what the rumor mill has uh, in store for that, uh, but uh, we'll have more on that as uh, we move along here in the next week or so. All right, that's it for tonight. Be sure and join us for the Basketball Coaches shows coming up at 6 o'clock tonight right here on WGNS. Thank you, Chip. Uh, Tony Franklin, in his second stint here in Middle Tennessee, Jeff, how surprised were you that that he is retiring or or, or at least leaving the program? I felt felt somewhat confident we were going to see a change or two somewhere in the upper part of the staff because of the last couple seasons. And offensively, things hadn't gone the last couple of years. Is that someone asked me, well, what happened? Why is he not a good coach anymore? I said, sometimes it's because you don't have the same players. So it's hard to say. I don't think the coaches go stupid overnight. No, I don't either. Uh, and it's it's unfortunate that, that it happened, you know, right now. He did say that he was retiring from coaching. Sure. Um, and not just from Middle Tennessee. And uh, I would I, – I, I take them at, at their word that this was his idea and nobody else's. So, you know, you just have well, to Well, he's been a great it. contributor to this program, that's for sure. I mean, back in some what we can call the glory days, back in the late 2008 era when New Orleans Bowl victory was in place and so forth uh, – uh, we have seen in, in the Brent Stockton era for sure. Yeah, if we go to the park, knowing we were going to score fifty, we just right. had to see if our defense could hold them to forty nine. Right. Right. You're exactly correct. This is a um, well. I, I I think that I'm not really talking about this particular retirement. Uh, I'm really talking more just about coaching changes and firings around the country uh, here and in the SEC and other places, Texas. Um, uh, uh, we're in an era now where if, if you don't if you don't win your conference title and you are not in a major bowl, um, you, you can lose your job. I mean, you know, it doesn't make any difference sometimes how many games you win. The, the guy at Auburn was, was uh, had, had won twice as much as he lost. Sure. Uh, but – Everybody in the SEC right now, and we have openings in the SEC, and may have more. Um, they're in the same conference with 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 Saban, and he's virtually unbeatable, right? You recognize that two games into the season, Ed Orgeron, who was the absolutely patron saint of New Orleans and Louisiana last year for his great run to the national championship was being questioned, do we need to keep this guy? Yeah. I mean, how, how odd is that? Now, they came back, bounced back, and, and salvaged somewhat of a respectable season. And there's no reason to think that with the talent they've got, they won't be bouncing back. But who saw that coming? Right. Now, I certainly didn't. And I didn't know – the only thing I knew about that was that the, that the coach's worst enemy, graduation, hit uh, LSU pretty hard. Um, and, and NFL also gathered up a couple. But um, uh, it's 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 just boy, you, you just gotta win and win and win. And if you don't, and nobody, everybody can't do that. It's not going to happen. You've got years of you know trying to get to a certain level. Um, Texas, where we where we just we just fired a coach, which we never should have fired that guy. That was a mistake. And then the the guy they hired, that was a mistake. That's my opinion. Okay, maybe not yours, but it's mine. Um, Texas, you and I certainly remember where they were. They were the program in the United States of America. Oh, my. I mean, amongst them, anyway. Yes, they were right there every year. Right there. <laughs> and, yeah, at, at, at those points, well ahead of where Alabama was. Probably not at the stage Alabama is now, but they've, they've hit the apex, let's say it that way. And, and I, 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 I'm not saying that uh, anything that he didn't say himself, the, the Texas coach, a guy by the name of Darrell Royal, and his offense was what Bear Bryant copied at Alabama to get Alabama out of five and five seasons. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have forgotten that even took place. But when Alabama got that offense and with their players, and then the rest is history and they have won. But you know, we've got some teams right now that are not very good at all. It hadn't been very good for a long time. And they used to be powers. Nebraska comes to mind. I mean, you know, they oh, sure. were just every year. Uh, Oklahoma still hadn't dropped that much, but they have dropped some. Syracuse. Well, Southern Cal. University of Miami. I mean, these are people that 
they win some, but they're not national powers. Well, the University of Tennessee, right, 180 miles up the road, is is nowhere close to where. I never could have believed in my lifetime that Tennessee would go a 10-year stretch and have the record they've had in the last 10 years. And uh, they're still trying to find that. And you're right. I mean, it's it's tough. And uh, Texas, the the thing about the Texas thing that kind of bothered me a little bit is they had clearly talked to Sarkeesian about the job before they made the firing. Right. And something about that just doesn't feel right to me because it wasn't 12 hours, was it? After uh, firing was done, that that was the other deal was done. That they had to know that we got our guy. That's why we let this guy go. Next day, that, that almost that's correct. Well, not almost. It was the next day. Um, but like I say, as my friend Thomas Lewis Hopkins says, <laughs> winning cures everything. And I don't know that he's right about that. But he's close. A break after this, but an article yesterday, Hugh Freeze is now the coach at Liberty. Had, had issues at Ole Miss, right? Right. To the point that he was kind of booted out of the league. That aside, and I and I don't know whether Hugh Freeze should or should not come back to the SEC. I don't think I'm ready to make that judgment because I don't study that far. But I do know this. There's more than a few people at Arkansas, at Tennessee, at Auburn, they would say, you know, I don't care if the guy has stolen 15 cars a day. If he can coach football, bring him on. That's correct. And that's where we are in this country. With, with And, and with so, well, please don't anyone sue me. I'm not putting Hugh Freeze in that category at all. I'm just simply saying that uh, winning is so important to very many people that it doesn't matter what the reputation may or may not be. Uh, and just, just come in and win. And uh, all else will be – forgiven i guess i guess so as long as you win as long as you win you gotta win right gotta win we gotta take a break when we come back we'll get more all sports talk with jeff jordan after this Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall shop where the dealer shop. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. This portion of All Sports Talk brought to you by First Bank. Big enough to bring you every service that you need in the banking world, small enough to care and give you hometown service. First Bank offices in Murfreesboro and across the state of Tennessee. Jeff, uh, I think we need to wish Brian Barrett a happy uh, happy birthday. Brian Barrett's birthday is tomorrow. I'm not going to tell you which one it is, but it's way up there. <laughs> For you to say way up there, it's got to be way up there. <laughs> he's He's a little behind me, but that's okay. <laughs> Do you are you aware? Uh, did I bring this up last week? I don't think I did. Aware that uh, just last week, 1968, that's the anniversary of Woody Hayes stepping across the the line and, and socking the opposing player in the in the chops and therefore losing his job. Woody Hayes, talk about a legend. And yeah. I'm going to make this comment back when we were talking about Ohio State, Jeff. If you think Alabama fans and Tennessee fans are rabid, they hold no no candle over. Ohio State fan. My gosh, those people up there. Right there amongst the, the most rabid that there are. And and uh, that's a program that Jeff has had a lot of history as well. But the Woody Hayes was one of those guys back in the Daryl Royal era. Was as good as to come. And, and Jeff, he couldn't survive. Even he couldn't survive making that punch. I, that, if I remember right, I, can, I think I can still see it. Uh, I, the kid was running up the sideline. 
something had happened that it was right in front of Woody. Oh, yeah. And he just lost it and just clobbered this kid, didn't he? And Woody was no spring chicken at the time, No, the no, he was not. <laughs> he had no business. And he cost him his job, well, as I guess it should have, I, I suppose. Uh, uh, well, yes. well, first of all, when you got some someone on the sideline that has that poor judgment, you got to question <laughs> whether they might pull something like that again. Uh, the guy was he could have been he could have been saint in Columbus, Ohio, and for many he still could. And by God, going back to my comment before, if they could bring Woody back, they would. Somebody would hire him. Yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> Somebody will hire him. And, uh, and a number of these coaches. Well, he's dead now, so they're not going to hire well, him. Well, that's probably not. He wouldn't win any games hardly at all today. But uh, th- I, but you're right. Game is passing by. A lot of these coaches that get fired will be hired somewhere else and will and will experience success somewhere else. A number of them will. What? Well, going back to Hugh Freeze. My gosh, he went to Liberty. Went, went to Ole Miss and did great. Now, that's, someone will say, well, that's because he kind of bent the rules around and, and got some advantages you shouldn't have. But, Jeff, if you go to Liberty, a program that's only, what, four or five years old and, and, and do what he's able to do, the guy can coach football. I don't think there's any question about that. Were they uh, unbeaten? Yes. 11-0. Is that, is that right? I don't know how many you know. but 10 or 11-0. And that's uh, um, a, a school with a great reputation and is located in Lynchburg, Virginia. Beautiful campus. Speaking of which, they're on the Middle Tennessee schedule the next, within the next two or three years. Oh, uh, good. Home and home. That, <laughs> Somebody else we can't beat. That, uh, that came out two or three years ago before Liberty was considered a, a, a mid-major power. And by the time we get to them, they may or may not be. Right. Uh, you know, right? Right. Because for sure – it's hard to hang on to it at the high, at the highest level, but Jeff, it's really hard to hold on to it. As you as the University of Houston, who was on top of the world what three years ago, and now they're not in Nowheresville again. It's really hard to make that. Boise State's probably done as good a job of that as anybody in the uh, in the uh, non Power Five conferences of, of maintaining a a really good record year in year out. You work your way up. You you start a program and you work your way up slowly but surely, maybe. Maybe you do that, and it's it's hard. You have to. There's a recruiting pipeline, and if you don't keep that pipeline full of good players, you're going to sink. That's just the way it is. Just the way it is. Um, the, the University of South Alabama right now, and I've got a daughter that goes in graduate school there, and she was in their band for a long time. I went to some of their games. They have slowly been building that program, and now they've got a brand new stadium that's absolutely beautiful. They've got a chance to do this; mm-hmm. they really do. Um, but whether they will, or then they also fired their coach, so they could find a star coach, if you would, star, whatever that means. And I don't know whether, but you know, they've got a; they're in right in the middle of a football-rich area mm-hmm. that Alabama and Auburn recruit heavily there. Heavily, and uh, we'll see. But that's just one example. Not that far from Georgia and Florida, oh, too, which are right very rich in talent, as we know. Right. Jeff, going back to that ability to stay on top of the game, what about two miles from here? We have a place called the Glass House. That three years ago, Middle Tennessee program had gone through three years of just absolute glory years. Three years later, no, not not getting a lot done. Right now, two and four after two losing seasons. Who knows? But that's what I'm saying. It's really, it's really hard for a Middle Tennessee to get on top. But it's even harder to stay there for six, eight, ten years. It's extremely difficult, um, and 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 you're you're entirely a, a right to use Middle as your example there. Um, but I, I think we can both agree that um, recruiting is the lifeblood, right? Oh, sure. And if, if you don't do a good job of that and get lucky along the way, maybe. Um, you, um, I know when Bubba Murphy was out here, and I know that's ancient history to most people that are, are listening to me, and that's okay. I understand that. But when, he was a very successful coach, extremely successful. And I heard him speak one night at uh, uh, Shelbyville. We were there for the, for the uh, no, it was Tullahoma, and for the Lions Bowl, and he was the speaker that night. 
and he started going down the list of Middle Tennessee high school coaches that had played for him. And the list went on mm-hmm. and on and on. He knew everybody. And that was a that was a hook. He could use that and did use it to get players from all over the mid-state in southern Kentucky. Do we have that today? I would say no. We do not. And a lot of schools don't have that. Well, the, the knock on the new coach coming in to Auburn, coming in from Boise State, and spent most, I think, all of his life and career in that part of the world, coming into the South, where recruiting is a different world. Jeff, you and I both can agree on this. I'm sure he's going to have to make his staff consistently people that know the ins and outs and have the, the right connections with the SEC because he's certainly not going to have them. No, he doesn't have them, and, and he's got to have people who work for him who do. Uh, and I, I also wonder, and I, I, I understand, I, I guess I do, but if you're going to take a job in the, in the SEC, particularly this last year, now, I know this last year was a pandemic year, so it made things a little different. But you're going to come to the SEC, and you're going to have to play uh, probably uh, Alabama, Auburn, LSU, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, all these Texas A&M, all these people are there on your schedule. Most of them are on your schedule anyway. It's not exactly a recipe for success. I mean, you're going to have problems. Well, that's one of the reasons that you're seeing so many coaches, I think, in the SEC this year in trouble because they don't their schedule. Their excuse me, their record doesn't look all that good because they don't have those three or four games in there that should be automatic wins to take that four and six record to eight, uh, uh, four and six record to something like seven and eight and four. Yeah, right. I, I agree. They, they normally play only eight SEC games this year. They play ten. So everybody's record this year in the SEC. Somebody had Jeff. Somebody had to be Vanderbilt. It just happened to be Vanderbilt. Right. But somebody had to be 0 for or 1 for or 2 for, which is not going to get it done much. Um, I know Vanderbilt for years, and particularly recently when they got in, into some bowl games, I mean, they made their six wins that they had to have, I think maybe one year five, on out-of-conference out of wins. Sure. You know, and, and not all of them. Please don't call. You don't play four. You have to play eight. Yeah, conference games. I mean, you, be, have to, you, you have know, to win a couple of them. I mean, Connecticut, you know. I mean, come on. They were awful. And, and oh, they would play Davidson or Wake Forest, somebody that they could compete with. Um, and they would get that. Well, the, the, this year there was no there was no doing that. You had you – had No shelter. No. There's no place to run to. No place <laughs> to hide, as the song goes. <laughs> well, uh, your take on – Still not being able to go to basketball games. That's it's kind of where we're at. And high school basketball right now is in that same situation. Uh, very limited attendance is available. Where are we headed? What can we see in the next? People ask me that from time to time. I said, I don't have a crystal ball. I can't say what's going to be the next two, three, five weeks at all. Right now, what we know in this state, it's not looking good. No, it's not. And, Tim, I just I just hope that we we get the state tournament in. You know? And, I, uh, and it's – it's hard to say, well, we're going to have a state tournament with fans in attendance there in Middle Tennessee, but the, college, the university can't play and in front of fans. Sure. I mean, it's hard to say that. And I do sympathize greatly with Middle Tennessee State University. And I'm, I'm critical when I need to be, I think. Um, but I think they did everything they could, and it's just – I think they've made the right decision. I think they've made the right call on on this. And this pandemic thing is, it's just getting worse. And I don't know if we're going to get the season in or not. And you don't know either. I miss it. How oh, about I you? do too. Very much so. Yeah. I mean, I I, I feel kind of out of the, out in the blue, using that word, trying to discuss these things when I really, I guess I could sit down and, on the computer and go back and study it and research it and do all that stuff, which I don't do. I just like to go watch games. And I miss that very much. I miss the camaraderie with the coaches and, and seeing people like you at the games, the people that I always see going to my seat, shake head, Larry Stewart and the girls' basketball right across the aisle for me. I always look forward to seeing Larry. I hadn't seen him this year. Well, the, the, the high school games and others, I mean, between going to Riverdale games and Central games, I could see everybody in the conference at one time or another during sure. the year. And uh, and then if if I miss somebody, I could I go to Blackman or Oakland and, and see 
see them. Uh, but um, I haven't been able to do any of that this year. And also, if you get like 15 games or 20 games into the season and a couple of teams are really, really good and they're vying for for being first or the top seed or whatever, that you know that game really draws attention and you want to go see it and everything. Well, now we got no idea. You know what sure, happened last sure, week, sure, uh, and it's it's kind of it's just not good. Well, I, as I looked in the the uh, the undefeated teams in the state of Tennessee, we have Jeff. We have undefeated teams in Tennessee that have twelve and zero records. We have a couple with two and zero records, which tells you they just haven't played many games. I'm, I'm going to tell you this: not many people have the next Tuesday night uh, circled on the calendar, but I do. Blackman at Rockvale. Would you care to guess why? Blackman Rockvale would mean a good bit to me. Blackman at Rockvale. Yes. Why that would mean a good deal to you? Uh, no, I, I don't. Girls know. basketball game will have strong Oakland ties. Well, Bill Hockenberry, who's son of former head coach George Hockenberry at Oakland, and of course Jennifer Grandstaff on the Blackman bench, just uh, left Oakland two years ago. Uh, just something of interest. I I'd like to be there just to kind of see it. I, I like both those people very very much. I hope. I hope the game is played, and I hope you can get in. <laughs> well, you can get in. I hope the game is played for sure. I, I think I can work my way in. <laughs> Athletic director, you can get in. <laughs> we shall see. Did, that, did we get the one-minute warning call? We got the two-minute warning. Two-minute warning call. Okay, now we got. Now the we got a one-minute warning. <laughs> so, our time is sinking fast. You got to fill in the next forty-five seconds, Jeff. I'm counting on you. <laughs> You're counting. I do know this. We have some basketball tonight. Uh, we, we have a coaches' show tonight, and we have a, we have a basketball game tomorrow night. No, we're streaming tonight. Okay, streams tonight. It's Siegel and and Blackman tonight, and then tomorrow night that'll be replayed. All right, right here on WGNS. Okay, and right after us, Rick Hensel Live will be on. Mick, Nick McDavid Live will follow that up. So I encourage you to stick. With that, uh, Jeff, happy New Year once again. Same to you and all the folks out there. Let's uh, let's look. And by the way, I, one thing else I missed, I missed the bowl games this year. Even though they some of them were played, they just didn't have the same. No, you're right. Same feeling at all? Not at all. Well, the parades were so pitiful. The players <laughs> just couldn't play. <laughs> all right, that's going to wrap it up. Monty Hill will be here tomorrow for more All Sports Talk. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Wallach, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.